Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? what's next and honestly really here to talk about those misalignment moments with your partner your wife your husband um i am tired (laughs) but i want to speak with you today because this feels important you know we're often giving advice or talking about different things and the whole idea is to share what's real in the moment to be able to remind you, one, um, validate the fact that you're not alone, that we all have moments of suffering and triumph. And, um, you know, I realized that I so often really just want to share with you the bright moments. And maybe that's old family stuff, you know, the wanting mom to be in a good mood. So therefore, you know, being the shining light and not showing the bad moods. And I did that for years. And I remember partners would say, that's just too much to live up to. God, you're too perfect. And I so wasn't. It was just where I was. I was in a a shining moment and, you know, wanted to live in joy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Part of that was, you know, having, you know, been faced with um, near-death experiences and, illness and wanting to really cherish each moment and I think that time goes on and then you kind of slip again into that humanness and I realized that lately one of the things that's been coming up it's really personal guys so hopefully you know you don't turn this off because I know that some of you did when I left Europe and that's fine that's all good you know there's a a flux of movement in and out but I'm, I'm thankful for you I'm thankful you being here wherever you are in the world and you know we're the whole point of being here is to, you know, be in a space together. Yes, it's virtual. Yes, you might even be walking on the street somewhere on getting groceries or cleaning something. I don't even know. Maybe you have a family, maybe you don't. There's something here, I hope, about growing your own path, being your own person, and starting having, being inside of a family and a partnership in the world. And, you know, ultimately moving towards joy and health. I don't think there's perfect joy and health because we're human beings and things are evolving and changing all the time. Um, But it's 9.39 and I love those numbers. And um, I just glanced up and noticed that I'm recording this on a special Czech holiday and I think I'm feeling really reminiscent and missing my old life sometimes um, across the, the water. I love it here too in California. It's just different. Yet one thing stays the same, which is there are constantly partner issues and shifts. And one of them is that, you know, we've been realigning our lives and ourselves to a community that we're still getting to know. And both in school and, you know, physically, you know, where we live and in our work environments and I personally find if you've been here you know that there's been a constant movement inside of that because you know we had two months of illness and now 
I got COVID for a third time and and I thought I was good and now I realize I'm recovering still and that's super annoying. I thought like, oh look, it was just a couple days and then some things pop back up. So, you know, live and learn. You got to just slow down. That's what it comes down to. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. What I want to talk about is is partnership stuff. So it's been a while, like since our lives have been, you know, actually I know that they haven't been exactly as they were before we left. Like we had a little bit more of a thriving sex life and connecting and, but there was always, you know, with bonus family and all that, there were kind of different dramas going on. But since the, the shift in Matsu's work and the shift in continent, you know, we've, it's been up and down. It's been super abundant and not abundant and and let's get real. That stuff affects your drive. Why? Because there are more complications when there's not consistent income, when you're not consistently doing your thing as you're meant to, your purpose, your reason for being on the planet. It, you know, for me, it's partly about um, being present for you, for people who are midlife trying to get pregnant and and my daughter and my husband, like they to be in the family successfully. Now I don't really have an example of that. My own family was kind of a broken up mess and both sides of the family are small and totally shit at taking, you know, keeping connected. Uh, I mean, it's just shocking. Um, how much like we just can't keep it consistently going and it, it's heartbreaking in some ways. I think I, I like the idea of, you know, the things that you see, like people are connecting all the time, but then there's a lot that comes with that connection. So, you know, there's that. But coming back to the partnership piece is this. Uh, I will, you know, last night my husband kind of cuddled up to me and that was in the kitchen and I was in the middle of doing something and I realized I even said it out loud. I said, I don't even know what to do with that. Are you, are you joking? Are you serious? It's been so long since we've been playful and it's exactly what I need and I've been wanting and hoping for to kind of get back in that flow of, okay, life might not always be perfect. It might be amazing for some months and then it's not and financially, energetically, health-wise, but we still have that love piece that's there and I'm thankful for that and yet I miss the kind of intimate, vibrant, dynamicness that we had And I think it's under the surface there, but man, when there are pressures and we've got like the pressures from school and the expectations, which I feel like 99% of the time fall on my shoulders. Uh, I, and you know, then there's the financial piece, which falls on both of us. But lately it's been more on my husband's shoulders because I'm home with sick kid and uh, managing the rest. I'm not a good housewife. Like I know how to do that (laughs) but I'm not really like yay about it I mean I don't know if anybody is yay but I think some people do it really super well and and groove with that maybe I'm wrong maybe that's my illusion but so what happens with us is that (laughs) I I can't believe I'm saying this but I feel like I need to because I, I can't imagine that it never happens to you. Maybe not. Maybe you're amazing. But we have a couple things, which is that my daughter does not sleep more than three hours in her bed. Uh, so she sleeps with me. And my husband has been... So I get the living hell knocked out of me in the night. She t- 
turns sideways and kicks the crap out of my kidneys or my belly or ovaries, whatever is closest. And, uh, and my husband often sleeps elsewhere because he snores so bad that there's no chance for me to be able to be a kind, wonderful, functional human being um, with the two of them, with her kicking me and keeping me awake in various ways and him doing the same. Like I just, I, I did it for a while and I just wasn't a person that I recognized. So that's not my ideal. <laughs> I said my whole life, I never want to live separate. I never want to sleep separately from my partner. And I never, I don't want my kids sleeping with me forever. Like some co-sleeping is fine, but you know, she just, it's just not happening. And you know, we've, seen doctors and this and that and there's there's teeth grinding and there's anxiousness you know when she's on her own she doesn't even like to be in the bathroom by herself or on the top floor which is not that far from the bottom floor of our our house so it's it's sad for me because of course I want to be available to her but I also need to be available for me why is this connected to the partnership thing well the thing is that I miss having sex with my husband it's not enough. It's not often. I don't even know who this person is who isn't doing this all the time because, yeah, I saw it with friends. You know, family can kind of shred the, the dy that dynamic inside of, you know, a couple. I get that. Uh, I've seen it. I've watched it kind of take people apart. Uh, some people do it better. Great. Fantastic. Good for you. <laughs> Share your secrets. We're all happy for that. Uh, you know, and it, anyway, those secrets may not align with who you are. I want to be available to my daughter. I don't want her to be scared and screaming every night. I don't want to just leave her crying in another room or in another place. I, it, you know, it just doesn't work for me. I can't do that. So I suffer and then my husband suffers and we both suffer. Now, I don't know if he suffers that much because I see him going, he's watching Netflix and he's kind of having his own space and I kind of think he likes it. Uh, I do miss that connection. That's a very important connection. I remember even when we were first together, like that I, there was a conscious effort that at least something would be touching, you know, like our feet or arm or something like that. There'd be something that was connected. There was something very important in that for me. And I realized that that's missing. And, but what do you do? Do you give up your sleep and your sanity in order to have that connection? <laughs> I miss that. So, but one of the things that's been coming up lately and why I'm talking about this is that I'll wake up in the night because Ella kicks me uh, and or morning whenever she's, you know, in, in the bed and doing that and uh, or whatever reason I wake up and and then I'll sometimes, you know, be thinking like how we could connect Mats and I and really have that that sweetness and and I'm thinking about that as I'm waking up and even as I'm getting he comes and he wakes her up or, you know or often he'll come and kind of help to wake her up to get her going for the day and there's a sweetness in a moment there it probably doesn't help that our bed's been having some issues so having us all three in there and like sometimes is an issue because the bed makes weird noises and collapses there's like yeah it's it's strange um, yeah, we've tried to fix it. Don't, I mean, we need to maybe get a new bed. I just haven't done it. I don't know. It's one of those things. So that's a weird thing, but we connected. It's sweet. And then what happens is, I don't know if I feel like he senses it. And also there's some weirdness there or something because inevitably he'll do something that just destroys any 
hope of us getting together on that day. Like today it was that I came downstairs and I had already made the pancake mix. I was going to be, so, I mean, everything was, I had mixed all the ingredients the day before. So all he had to do was pour and serve and nothing else. And I had to come down and do the lunch and get her ready. And, uh, and all he did was just sit there and kind of make passive aggressive comments to her. And I thought to myself, and then, you know, I don't know what she needs. She's too picky for the lunches. And, you know, I mean, this is just petty bullshit, right? This is just, you know, and I get, um, I go from excited to connect when she's in school to, I feel like I have a grumpy, lazy teenager, <laughs> right? It's not that he doesn't do anything. He does dishes. He puts the laundry in. I do the folding thing. Like we've talked about this, right? It's not that he does nothing. And I'm very thankful for that. You know, he does some other tasks like taking the garbage out most of the time, things like that. Okay. That's fantastic. I, so I'm, I'm, I know that some people don't do anything, some partners. And so I, I'm grateful for that, but I'm not grateful for, you know, um, this process of kind of not getting who our daughter is or, and it upsets me because I feel like he's also not, he's not supporting me, he's not supporting her. And that's just a massive turnoff. So, you know, she's stressed because he's making comments of like, you know, basically saying, um, being really critical of her because she's not ready and he's not actually helping her to get ready. He's causing stress. So he's asking like comments, things, making things. Okay. Let's give an example. So, uh, do your teachers lock you out when you, uh, are too late? She's six, by the way not in seventh grade or in high school, six. And he's like, in my day, you know, and then he starts going through these things and, you know, he starts giving examples of his parents and what they did. And, you know, we've had these conversations. None of us feel like our parents were totally perfect, or at least, you know, in our family, you know, our parents were human beings. My mom brought me late almost every day to school. It was embarrassing and horrible and I hated it. And maybe I was part of it. Maybe I was like Ella. Maybe I moved slowly. I have no idea. But in my mind, it's the grown-up's, you know, ultimate um, responsibility. That doesn't mean that kids can just lay there on the floor for 20 minutes and she doesn't do that. What happens is that she moves slowly and she doesn't want to be talked at. She doesn't want questions. I get it. I need silence for two hours. If I had my way, I would get to stay in bed, which was actually the original deal was that I would not be up in the morning, right? We've talked about that too, I know. Um, it was meant to be that I could sleep in sometimes because I'm just not good getting up at the crack of dawn and working basically a 15-hour shift. Um, so uh, that's kind of what I'm... Uh, so I'm. The, my point is that there's a breakdown. So there's a sweet connection, and then I don't know what happened. He got a bike ride yesterday. He got to have his time alone. He st I know he stops at a cafe, and he does his thing. He came home. He got a nap. So what's the problem? I asked for a time yesterday. I didn't get time yesterday. That happened. I guess I could be like him and just walk away and leave her. I didn't. I chose family time because it was anyway too late to go and do anything. Everything's closed on a Sunday. So, excuse me, I'm having a little hard time breathing at the moment. Oh my goodness. Okay. 
So, you know, how do you do this? So I just basically, and, and part of it is that I asked him to do something this morning. And then I was like, okay, fine, I'll just do it myself. But then I thought, this is ridiculous. I asked him to go to the office and drop something off. Okay, I need to cough, so I'm going to have to pause. So I asked him to do something he doesn't want to do, which is get out of the car, park the car, get out of the car, walk, I don't know, 20 meters maybe maximum, I don't know. 20 meters up to the office, fill out a paper, put this bottle with this beautiful um, eco wrap. We're going to have a podcast another day on that. They're called Rappiness. My friend is doing it and I'm so proud of her. I want to support her. So I wanted to support her by putting it in our auction, which also supports our school and ecology. So there's a lot of things. It had to be today because the auction is going to finish soon. And he needed to do it. I could have, and I offered, but then I was like, you know, this is ridiculous. I'm doing the lunch. I'm getting her dressed. I'm getting her out of the door. No, you can do this. You know, I'll send you the information. Of course, bad luck is that the internet was off. I did not realize it. So he didn't actually get the message with the information and whatever. But anyway, he said to me, he actually doesn't even have any work this morning. Then why are you stressing us out? As if you're, you know, about to go into meetings and whatnot. Things are slowing down. So uh, I, the point of the conversation today is this, you know, I just want you to know that if it happens to you where you get all excited and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to connect with my partner, my husband, my wife, <clears throat> and then you're you know, thinking about this and inevitably something happens to break things down so that then you don't. And I feel like there's something underneath the surface. Maybe it's coming from me. Maybe it's coming from him. Maybe it's both. You know, I didn't mention exactly like when he cuddled up to me last night. I said, I don't even know what to do with this. Did I say that? I don't even know. See, that's how tired I am from uh, getting kicked last night. That's, And the rain was really heavy too. But so, you know, what do you do? And I think that it's it's starting that new habit of connecting and being sweet again. And we have moments where we really do that. But it is definitely connected to our finances how overwhelmed we are and how crappy the weather is. I mean, let's just be honest. When it's shitty outside, we're shitty. So it's a rainy day and I like rain. I like to have my cup of tea or cocoa or something with the rain. But I think um, the grayness is just a little too much. Yesterday we did get some sun, but today mm, it's grim. And that affects all three of us. And then we kind of ping off of each other. But the truth of it is... I don't even really know. I don't even have all the answers to that, to this. I think that there's a, you know, I wrote my mail. I was pissed and I kind of said it all. And I was like, I don't think we should talk this morning face to face because I'm angry. This feels like bullshit. Um, and you know, I wanted to connect with you. I was all excited to connect with you, you know, sexually or more intimately in some one way or another. We need to reestablish and we talk about that. And then we get distracted because we're, you know, doing things with work or, you know, scrambling to make things happen. And we've got mul all, both of us have multiple things, supporting others and our own things. And it's, you know, it's a lot. And I think we have to simplify again. Um, and yeah, and there's another podcast I want to do, I realize now, but we're already up in 19 minutes. I think it's time to stop. But just remember, if this happens to you, maybe, maybe it's important to, um, communicate, you know, send a quick mail or a message. They may or may not get it, but if you're feeling it, maybe let them know. Uh, maybe that's what I needed to do this morning. Probably he wouldn't have seen it, but it would just be like, I'm really thinking about how nice it would be to connect with you. Last night, you 
reminded me of, you know, how I've missed more time. And we have little moments where we connect. Um, but for example, you know, then weird things happen and you feel like they're doing it against you. <laughs> like he got, went to get food last night and he got like a massive amount of garlic on something. Whereas he walked in the door and I thought it was going to vomit. It was just way too much. It was too strong. And I think to myself, are you doing that on purpose? Are you doing that because you know that drives me nuts and therefore you are driving me away? And probably not. Probably it's that he really just felt like having garlic fries and didn't really think beyond that. So, uh, and I think that happens a lot. We read into things too much and then it kind of ripples out. All right, I, I have smoker voice today. I don't know, that's just what it is. I am hoping that this podcast is just reminding you that we all have ugly moments where things are misaligned and we're trying to find the balance between things and probably next week it'll be different. I'll be thinking like, oh, this is so great and or in two weeks or in the new year. I don't even know. There's ebbs and flows in everything. We just have to keep communicating with each other and remembering that the love is underneath there and um, and really we need to get better sleep. I didn't get good sleep and he didn't get good sleep. And I think we both watched a little too much Netflix last night and that does not help. And you know, if you've listened to sleep is the answer, you know what I'm talking about. All right. I hope that this week is better and that if you feel a little amorous, little, you know, go and act on it, make it happen. Don't wait. Don't let something get in the way. Um, and if it does, then, you know, find a way to communicate, you know, even if you're just pissed off and you just, you know, I think we got to stop holding it in. All right. Love you. And, uh, I wish, I don't know why I said love you. That's not so California, but it's true. I, I love you from my heart as a, another being on this planet that your, your path is imperfect and, um, uh, definitely so am I. And we're just, we're in this together, right? Um, you know, having mutually dark moments or, uh, moments of joy and sharing those too. All right. I wish you a beautifully imperfect day. Um, jump down in the description. If there's something interesting for you there. I've got some free things uh, for midlife pregnancy, for parenting. Maybe. Do I have something in there? I think so. And um, we will have the Friday live for fertility over 40, which is at 10 a.m. Pacific. All right. The link's down in the description, like I said, and I wish you well. Bye. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IPParents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.